Cats and kittens, it's Kelsey Dickerson with Scaredy Cast, and we have a spooky treat for you. We are here in Chandler, Arizona at Terror Trader with Jason Swore. Jason, thank you for having us. Thank you for coming in. Like I said, every time I have a chance to uh, <laughs> to run my mouth, I, I'm happy about it, especially about this store. You know, I love horror, <laughs> oh, and this is this is my life. So yes, thank you. And it is quite the life that you live. This is quite the collection that you have here too. Um, like I said, this is quite a gem. I'm from Arizona. I've driven by this place so many times, <laughs> and I've heard about it word of mouth. But I've never been here before. This is so amazing. For anyone who isn't familiar with Terror Trader, yes. can you just kind of give us a little bit of a rundown of what it is before we get into how it started? Absolutely, yeah. Terror Trader is basically Arizona's only year-round horror marketplace. And it's a, what's the difference between a store and a marketplace? Yeah, we are a store, but a marketplace is where we have individual vendors um, that, you know, artists, like I said, or people who have collections, and they sell out of here. So I always say it's like a... Um, like a, uh, a, a really spooky version of an antique mall. You oh. know what I'm saying? So you're not going to find grandma's dishes here, but you might find grandma's ashes here. I might have those. Only so, <laughs> uh, not my grandma's. Yeah. I will freak out. <laughs> my aunt will not be happy with me. Okay, all right. <laughs> so, yeah, and so it's it's really cool. You know, once again, it's such a, a diverse store, I say, because you have uh, 50, I think, oh, God, I'm at, I think we're at 55 now, vendors inside oh. here, and every single one of them is different, you know? So that's the kind of cool part about this. But one big common theme, it's all around the, the Halloween or creepy vibe theme, you know, uh, for our store. So yeah. So we were talking a little bit before. This almost kind of reminds me of like a con. Yes. Um, so as you can see, if you want to take us and show us maybe some of your favorite pieces in here, or oh wow, maybe that's, that's I know a that's tough like, one. Yeah, that's like that's picking which kid I like the best, right? <laughs> They're all your favorite. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> no, we have we have tons of vendors. Like I said, you have once again from artists, you know, that do print type of work. You have uh, sculptors, which are really super cool. And once usually this booth is stock way more, but we can't keep anything in stock. He, every time he sculpts something, it's gone the next mm -hmm, day, you know? Mm -hmm. um, metal art workers, guys who just make dolls and make or repurpose dolls and do some really yes. creepy stuff out here, you know? So um, all the way down to if you just want jewelry or, you know, pens and all that good stuff, you know, we tons of that in here. Uh, collections, people off a lot of their collections here, you know, and all that, which is really neat because, you know, I always say what's in someone's house, we don't get to see this, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know what kind of collection you have. I don't know what kind of collection <laughs> Tony has. I don't know what, you know, but here we get a chance to see. We get we get an inside look at people's, you know, lives and sometimes we get some really, really cool stuff. So, Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. I'll give you a hint. Most of my collection, it's come from here. <laughs> that's, a, so, that's, a, that's a definitely a one. This is like a look into Tony's house, all right? Yes, He's yeah. definitely a, a, a high uh, returning customer. Um, so for anyone, like, so how do you, how do you find these artists to be able to come and do they reach out to you? Do you find them? Yeah. For anyone out there that maybe is like, oh, I got the perfect stuff to be able to display here. We, we, when we first started, we've only been in business a year, okay. right? So it depends when you're watching this, but October 1st uh, in 2021, or is that where we're at now? 20, yeah, 21. I guess we're 22 now. Yeah. So I'm trying to do my backwards math. We started this place. So we're actually under a year as, as we speak. Wow. And uh, at first we had 12 vendors. That was wow. it. We had only wow. one side over there, which we're, we're in the, the, uh, the oh, what side is this? This is the south side, I guess, of the, of the store, you know? And uh, so we had 12 vendors and, but that, we found him at Mad Monster, you know? I uh, went to Mad Monster Party, which is uh, such a great time. Love Mad Monster. Yes, and uh, <laughs> we picked up him. We just said, hey, we're going to open up a year-round horror shop. Do you want to be part of it? Of course, everybody's like, let's do it, you know? And 
that's like I said, it's grown into uh, our, us capping out right now, uh, just over 50 vendors, you know? Uh, I say capping out now, we are expanding <laughs> again. So um, hopefully to have by October, around 70, 80 vendors in here. That's incredible. Yeah, All we're pretty right. excited, so. Let's keep it moving. Like okay. you said, you've expanded, so yeah. there is definitely a lot to see. Tons to see. I mean, like I said, we do a lot of photo op stuff as well, um, which. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, like you can actually sit in this. Um, yeah. Original, sorry, our stuff is like. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, no worries. <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm a big, uh, I guess, uh, it's not dark Americana, but it is Americana type of thing. So as a kid, I used to, I'm an East Coast guy, so I used to go to, you know, Coney Island and or whatnot, and I used to ride on Dante's Inferno, dark ride, right? Which we all love dark rides at carnivals and, mm -hmm. and places like that, which are, the outside, the, the, the look of it is always usually better than the inside, but you don't <laughs> care, you wait in line, you go get it. And But um, when uh, Dante's Inferno, was, that and Spookarama were two of the big ones at, at Coney Island, which now are both are shut down, but, um, and when this shut down, when Dante's Inferno shut down, God, it was mid-2007, or I think it was. It ran for 40, almost 50 years. Um, I One guy bought it all. He bought the entire thing, put it in storage, and I sat and I watched this guy, and I was just kind of, you know, waiting for this guy to start selling stuff. Finally, they started selling stuff, and I was like, I got to have a car. I got to have a car, a Dante's Inferno car here, so people can get in and get a little bit of an East Coast vibe of what, you know, I probably sat in the same car as a kid, you know? <laughs> uh, we are going to build, like, almost a dark right, you know, facade around it okay. and all that stuff. But in the meantime, I tell people, get in, have some fun. You it's know? incredible. So, yeah, you. that's absolutely. So it kind of goes back to your childhood yes. of like being inspired, loving this type of things. Um, is that what really inspired you to be able to start this? Or what really, obviously, you know, a lot of times people come up with ideas. Yes. But they don't always actually go from. So what made you be like, we're doing it? Well, that, great question. Because, okay, so as a kid, you're right, you know, and um, I, I'm an 80s kid. I'm an old, I'm an old guy. So um, <laughs> I, I, do, I grew up on horror and I loved horror. And I mean, I got into it around age 11. And which oh, I'm sure we'll talk about that in a minute when we get to a certain spot. Um, yes. But it's, uh, you know, when you're 18 and I've become an adult, I'm doing my little air quotes on an adult, you don't got any money. You got nothing. You can't do this, right? I mean, I don't say you can't, but, I, you know, I'm from West Virginia, didn't have a lot of money, so whatever. So I decided, all right, but I did a little something up here saying... Build, build it, build it, build it. So I joined the Marines, actually, you know, just to, to get and find a career. And uh, I found out I liked it. And I stayed in the Marines for 20 years. and But the whole time I had this vision. And that way, well, I mean, not this exact vision, but I want to own a horror yeah. shop or something in that in that genre, that, that realm, that niche, right? And um, so I retired in 2011. Yeah, it still took some time to, to build up a nest egg enough to build, you know, this store. And then eventually after COVID was kind of died down a little bit, uh, my wife was like, you want to do it? I'm like, let's do it. And I, that, that sounds yeah. like the really right story. <laughs> what really happened was I kept bringing home all these like human torso and skulls, and they were sitting on our kitchen table. Like, get this out of and my And that's house. exactly what he says. Get, open your store. So we opened uh, We opened in October, uh, you know, 2021, and uh, it's been amazing ever since. It's been really fun. So that's kind of, but like I said, as a kid, I've always, I've been, that's, I don't watch anything but horror. I don't know. It's, I'm, a, I'm a weird guy like that, you know, and I've just, I've been that way since, uh, since I was a small one, so. I here. definitely have a, a love-hate relationship with horror. I mean, I'm definitely one of those people that watches it and gets so scared, yes. and I live by myself, and then I freak out and get paranoid. But one thing that particularly caught my I wear these masks over here. Yes, you yes. Have them signed. Are can, these original masks? So these are, are cool. Yeah. So I have, you know, we have our mask wall, which is our normal trick or treat studios type of stuff. 
or you know, what's your almost mass reduced stuff. But then I have my own personal collection, uh, and this is only a portion of it right here. But yeah, these are all from um, artists all around the world, actually, that are they, they only do small run type of stuff, right? So they may do 10 or maybe 20 of these type of masks. And so I look at masks like people look at paintings, they're works of art, you know, and I could sit there and I just gawk at these things all day. People come in, and they're always a cool little visual point, you know, to come in and some real famous people that actually that work in big Hollywood movies have actually made some of these as well and are, you know, amazing sculptors. And it's just, it's awesome to chase these down. They're not cheap by any means, <laughs> but they're worth it. And they're actually, even I, my favorite, uh, one of my favorite sculptors uh, from Devil's Workshop, which I have a nice little row here. I actually commissioned him to make our own logo and our ah, mask. Yeah, that so, is so cool. So he did a line of 25 of these and we sold them here at the store. Wow. And, you know, it's so super cool, but it actually has our mohawk and our, <laughs> our x-ray glasses and all that good stuff. So yeah, so there's some fun stuff in here. Um, but like I said, it's to me, these are um, these are special to me, you yeah. know? And, and I think as every has a, their own type of collection, this is something that I can look at day in and day out. And it's something when you walk in the door, you see this scary looking guy. And I think first impressions are big, yeah. you know? So have a good first impression when you walk in. People are like, I love when people's faces will come in like, oh, what, am, <laughs> what am I getting into? And I'm like, you're home. That's where you're at. This is yes. it. So. It is a sensory overload, definitely. Like there's so many things that you want to see right away. Yes. And there are definitely a lot of, uh, like to your point, there, there's something in here for everybody. Correct. Yes. You've only been open less than a year. Mm -hmm. What has the reception been like? How have you been getting the word out? It's, that's, how we get the word out is amazing. It's the customers. It's the the vendors. They're, they're like micro-influencers for us. They're out there. They're, they're pushing our name so hard. And it's, it's I can't thank them enough because it's so rad to see the smiles on their faces. And then they go on Instagram, TikTok, you know, all the social media and push us out and say, guys, come to TerraTrader. And we always, I would say 90% of people come in like, my cousin recommended me or my brother comes here. He, he come, Tony, you know, got Tony to came here, right? Cat. So there's always <laughs> stuff like that that you're just like, oh, that's so awesome. So the word of mouth has been great, you know, um, vice traditional, putting up a billboard and all that stuff. But we also do something called sales from the dark side. It's always our monthly events that we hold. Mm -hmm. So we hold a big party every month. And um, what it is in a nutshell is we rent out a big 11,000 square foot spot next door and we hold our own mini convention, our okay. own little mini horror con. One day we push about 60, 70 vendors that are, most of them are waiting, to, you know, on a wait list to get yeah. in here or, or whatever not in there. And then uh, everybody dresses up in cosplay. We have cosplay contests, mini haunted houses. It is amazing. It's so fun. It's completely free. It's kid friendly. And we do this once a month. And that word has been amazing. You know, okay. people just pass this around and say, hey, show up to these events. We, we started in a parking lot, a little corner of a parking lot doing it. And then this is our seventh one. And we're like I said, we're at 11,000 square foot now because wow. it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. That's so. incredible. Yeah, it's really neat. When's yeah. the next one? Uh, August 6th. August 6th. Yeah, All right. 2022. So but we do it every month. If you miss yes. that one, you do it every month. So. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. Now, so like you mentioned, you, you kind of hinted towards it. There is definitely a back room here that I think the scary room is you guys, <laughs> the room that actually started it all. If you want to look at it, right. The one where my wife's like, get this out of here. Right. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Back here in the, uh, in the oddities room is, um, where we may have a lot of fake dead stuff in here. This is where the real dead stuff comes from. Right. <laughs> so, um, okay. Where do we begin in this? We have a lot of things we need to talk about. Seriously. We can always start with our suicide siren. This is a bona fide cursed object that uh, that I actually had to. I went all the way to the East Coast to New Jersey uh, to actually sit down with a family and, uh, and and talk to these this family that 
basically were passing this on to myself, and it was almost like an interview process, you know? Because they're, yeah, they're like, they need it in right in the right hands. Right hands. Yeah. Make sure I'm not going to do anything uh, malicious, or anything like that, and uh, which is pretty wild. So I went with the New Jersey to pick this thing up and have it shipped back over. So that was kind of wild, and I don't want to spoil too much on the the backstory okay. on the suicide star, but um, there has been deaths attributed, or I guess connected to this, wow. and in a family, and it's been passed around for God since the 50s, I believe it is, and so. Um, and now it's here in Terror Trader. And it's a really good backstory, which you can come read and listen to it and yes. all that good stuff. So, yeah, it is definitely, even if just for this, like it is a really creepy, spooky backstory. So that even definitely. just to see that, and that's just one of hundreds <laughs> of things that you yes. have in here. Yes, yeah, we have, gosh, we have all types of crazy stuff. You know, our, our, our spirit board, our talking board, our Ouija board is kind of the more, I guess, modern term uh, wall. Was, I'm a big collector of these. I don't play with these. Okay. I don't, uh, I collect them as pieces, uh, but I do believe, and these can open up uh, something you don't want to get into, mm -hmm. you know? So, mm -hmm. um, and these go all the way back from, God, early 1900s, um, all the way up to, I think wow. uh, my latest one is probably in the 40s. It's probably this Yogi board here, which is, um, the funny thing is, they build this in the 40s as it glows in the dark, right? Super cool. And then they found out it's made of radium. <laughs> Sure, you start glowing the dark eventually after that too. That's uh, completely fine now. I think it's pretty good. Sure, yeah, yeah, sure. Let's get the thing out and let's test it. You bet. But the 19, this is like a 1930s seance board. This is actually a seance table from uh, very, very rare. I would say it's only a, maybe, I don't even, I only know of a one more in existence wow. uh, in the U.S. right now. Yeah, found that in an attic up in New York, uh, pretty wild. But we have all types of stuff. We have tons of human bones and skulls. We have, you know, the old classic Fiji mermaids, uh, all types of, sideshow gaffs and props from out the you know throughout the years that I would I follow these 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 old I guess props makers you know from the, the that work in carnivals and you know circuses and I just follow and find out what they do with their old collections and I buy them up and and I love to display them you know and then you know even here some old dark ride stuff from you know New Jersey and these are just little a real uh, actual shock therapy machine from a, a, an actual institution out of New York and all that stuff so pretty cool stuff um these are real skulls you know these are and a lot of these are almost i have some of the people come in here all the time and say because when you when you google antiques we pop up okay and so we get the the local snowbirds sometimes in the winter and they're like this is not <laughs> this is no antiques and i'm like oh sure i go i actually have probably the oldest i don't know i say i have a 1500 year old skull in here so yeah. you ain't gonna find anything like that at uh, you know your local i guess antique shops and all that yeah. stuff so pretty wild stuff um the dangerous stuff i say dangerous the stuff that's given some issues i kept it in glass and you know that gets if you believe in the paranormal type of things uh we've had a lot of instances a lot of i guess occurrences here okay. in um in terror trader and it usually evolves around this room right here so i mean i believe it i was telling you before we walked into this room before like when the store was so open and you just feel something i yeah. don't know what it is um so can you tell us a few stories or some of the more notable stories of this uh, supernatural, spooky type stuff yeah. that has surrounded some things? And does the glass actually protect us, first of all? I Let's don't know. <laughs> That's a great like question. It makes me feel I'm, a, I'm an amateur when it comes to the paranormal world, right? Yeah. I'm a total amateur. In fact, I've been part of now like five investigations, and it's been amazing, oh, right? It's fun, been yeah. cool because I'm learning as we yeah. go. You know, I've always just been a collector of these, just the odd and the unusual, I guess you want to say. But uh, to actually see some of these, I mean, here's a great example. And, I've, you, and on our YouTube channel, we actually have um, a little story about the Witch's Tower, which is um, an amazing little piece that I picked up. And the backstory for me picking up was very 
boring. I saw it on the internet. Uh, I thought it looked really neat. This this matte black tower with a little crystal on top. Whatever. It looks well, very unassuming. Yes. Yeah. So, you don't know anything about it. I bought it, had it shipped over here from Florida, and I'll make this story short, I promise you. Uh, having it here, it kept, um, this is this little thing kind of rotates, this is on a dowel, you know? And I'd always set it to 12 o'clock. Well, I kept finding it, and it'd always be at the two o'clock. Oh, no. Always two o'clock, and I'm thinking maybe there's something behind it, but there's nothing behind it. And then the next thing I was like, well, there's people coming in and messing with it. But it always just go right to the two o'clock. And at the time, I had it like right here, right? Facing on this table, or this uh, case. Well, one day, it was, we're closed Mondays and it was a Sunday. I'm closing up and we had some real bad electrical problems. I knew I was going to, have to come in the next day. I saw it. I was like, it was at two o'clock. I put it to the 12 o'clock. I leave, come in the next day with the electrician. He's doing some work and I look over, no one's been here. It's back at the two o'clock. Oh no. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. all right, what the heck's going on? You know? So I look at our security cameras and it moves slowly. It moves throughout the night and it moves at two o'clock again. So I contact the lady. I'm like, Hey, I don't know, you don't know me. I bought this from you. What is going on? And after two weeks, he finally got back to me. And I remember laying in bed in the morning at 7 a.m. reading an email. She's like, I'm a witch. I'm an earthy witch, a white witch, I think it's called, you okay. know, and which is like a good witch, right? Do And uh, she goes, I built this tower to ward off evil. And it starts about the crystal. She goes, but here's a story. She goes, um, I was in a very abusive relationship for 25 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, where I, at the middle of the night, I had to pick up my kid and flee, right? Flee to Florida. And she goes, the thought of me ever going back to where I was at in a relationship, would I really die? And I'm like, well, that's horrible. You know, here she goes, that place is Chandler, Arizona. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I've had tens of thousands of, of cities. This thing ended oh back gosh. here, right? And then at the time, we were only two hours, I guess, behind Florida. Right? And this thing would point to the east, which is east was that way. It points to the east and it go to the two o'clock oh. every time. So I was like, okay, hold up. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah, I did too. I get too. Every time I think about it, uh, um, at that point, I took wow. the price tag off this. I wasn't selling this. Mm -hmm. I don't, if anything has energy or something that has some drama, I immediately take it off. It's not for sale anymore until we can figure it out and investigate and all that stuff. But that's just one of many stories we have throughout this place, you know? So, um, you know, we have, uh, like I said, our little doll hall. I kind of built this hallway just to freak people out more than anything. I mean, it's absolutely freaky. <laughs> and I'm still I working you get up on it. There's, there's definitely, uh, you know, a lot of people want to go down this hallway because they have the fear of dolls, and I'm about ready to, to, to turn it into something a little bit even more. But there's a nice reward at the end. There's a Smurf corpse, <laughs> which I love the show, but I want you guys to come see it. This is all about like a Smurf corpse. I'm like, yes, the one and the only ever in existence. I have it. I was reading the story <laughs> about it. Yes. I mean, do you, okay, obviously this is, it's incredible. It's another, yet another thing in yes. here that is just, it's mind blowing to me. Yes. It's almost, unre it's almost unreal. Yeah. Real you know? is, uh, like, reality is all in your head, right? Yeah. Is it real? That's what I always tell people. It's That's up for what, you to decide. Exactly. You know? Exactly. I get people all the time are like, you know, hey, is this real? Is this real? To figure it out. That's the fun part, right? Yeah. Perception yeah. is reality, right? Exactly. Yes. You know? But at the end of the day, I want people to have a smile and a laugh or a good time and see some stuff that's just crazy. Some stuff scare, like this weird satanic carved skull from uh, Europe. That's keep that in glass. Don't mess mm -hmm. with that too much. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a little creepy. But then again, the Smurf Corpse is here to make you make you laugh and have a good time, you know? And yes. that's what I want. You know, in this world, there's a lot of things that bring frowns and bring people up down and, and you know, and get people upset. And I figure, let me build a store that people come in and forget about everything outside, you know, and have fun and just enjoy. That's so, amazing. Yeah. Now, okay, so you've talked about some weird stuff happening in here or surrounding certain mm -hmm. items. Yes. Um, but in the store itself, I've heard that 
there's some uh, things that can't really be explained in there as well. Yes. Like, you know, things falling off. T totally, falling <laughs> off the shelf. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah you're, you walked right into this one. So I would say we've had over a dozen instances where I come in in the morning and there's an item off someone's shelf on the floor. You know, like, weird and i have security cameras everywhere and i have i have a video of all this i put it on our instagram i put it on our social media all the time middle of the night it doesn't matter just stuff and it just doesn't fall it launches three feet off or it'll launch to the left or to the right and it's um you know look it's not me i'm i'll be the first to say i'm lazy i don't want to come in at 4 a.m to do <laughs> yeah, this stuff right yeah you know and you don't uh, have secret hallways no. in, in between <laughs> no. the walls i'm sleeping when this happens most <laughs> of the time uh, we did have an instance where we had a goat heart um that was on a shelf secured on a shelf and there was two customers this is during the day about 3 p.m on camera as well and they're about 10 feet from it um it launches off the shelf and smashes right in front of them oh. and they're just like you see on the camera like, like we didn't do it yeah they're looking at it like what happened and it's just like how did that happen? It oh was no gosh. wind. There's no nothing going on. So, oh so gosh. crazy stuff like that. And this yeah. is why a lot of investigations have come through here, and a lot. And these investigations, uh, they found some really, some really wild stuff. Once again, I'm not a paranormal expert. I yeah. just sit back and watch, and my eyes get really huge <laughs> when I see what they come up with. So yeah, some crazy <laughs> stuff in here. So yeah, we definitely have. So uh, Brian, who's not here with us today, yep. he always tries to uh, debunk a lot of different sure. things. Absolutely, you I'm know, right with it. I'm right with yeah, it. Yeah, I totally get it. But it's like, yeah, to your point, like. Like, you're not here at four in the morning. You know, you don't have someone waiting no. for like a customer to walk by <laughs> to smash your own items. Right. Yeah. Break <laughs> items that are expensive. No. Yeah. Um, and that's just, I look, I always start at say people, I'm like, I try to find a scientific explanation for everything first. You know, is it a, a wind? Is it an earthquake? I don't know. We're in Arizona. We don't get a lot of those. <laughs> but, you know, I try to just, you know, once again, process elimination. And finally, when I can't pin it down, that's when I say it could be a paranormal okay. thing. So, and that's when I bring in the experts, you know, and all that stuff. Oh, so. my goodness. So before I throw it to Tony and then I film you guys for a little bit, if you have any questions I didn't ask, where can people find you? How can they connect with you? Um, yeah, yeah. When are you open? First, I always tell people, go to the social media aspect. It's always at Terror Trader uh, on Instagram. We got kicked off TikTok. I guess too much scary stuff. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I almost got to... I... <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. Sorry. Okay. But we're back. We're back on TikTok. <laughs> so that's like Terror Trader AZ or Good, whatnot. Okay. But, you know, um, but yeah, Instagram and Facebook are our number ones. You can find us or you can just go to terrortrader.com and all that stuff. But um, yeah, we're in Chandler. Um, you can just Google us. We're open five days a week from noon to 8 p.m. And, uh, and if you come here and... Um, October, we are going to do 31 days straight of opening. I'm going to die. But uh, so <laughs> it should be fun, though. You we know. don't want to see you on display in this Yeah, room, if okay? I do die, put me in, put my head in like a case or something, you know, make it look good. So, you know. We so. won't put you in with the evil skull. No, that's worry. fine. Yeah, that guy's scary. So, um, And really quick, you also have a uh, podcast as I, we well. We do, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, like I said earlier, I like to run my mouth. So, uh, we always, like I said, our YouTube channel, and of course, uh, we have a podcast called The Creepcast. And it's, um, you're definitely not going to get a PhD uh, on anything. Listen to that show, but it's a lot of fun shop talk and, and all that stuff. And it's, you know, it's just more humor than anything, yeah. but it's, uh, if you like a little bit of, uh, you know, the paranormal, the, the, the scary stuff and this and that, but with a little bit of humor mixed in, check it out. We actually had some good guests come in too. A lot of, uh, we had Doug Jones who, you know, was on Pan's Labyrinth, the guy with the eyes and all that, you know. Oh, one of the scariest 
biggest characters yes, in, of yeah. all time. He's oh been goodness. in the store and he's been on our show. We're getting a few other celebs I can't talk about right now are coming in and all that stuff. Ooh, so, uh, okay. which is neat. You know, and I, I hand that over to my vendors because they have connections like crazy. They're just like, hey, do you want Tom Savini? Yes, I'll take Tom Savini. Or, you know, I'll take whatever, you know. So, um, and uh, yeah, we jump in and have a good time. So, Creepcast is on all the, you know, Spotify, all the, all the platforms and all that stuff. For all the spooky. Yes. <laughs> all right, now I'm going to switch it over so Tony can get his questions in here. So, when I first came into territory, like I found you guys on TikTok. Yeah. Like that's how I find a lot of places on TikTok. Sure. I was like, oh my God, a horror store. That's <laughs> year round. Like home. Yes. <laughs> and you know, I started out like the first time I came in here, I started walking around and it was just like you said, it was like, oh my God. Lots to see. Yeah. Lots to see. And that's why I built it that way. Cause you know, like you've been to like an oddity shop and it's like, it takes you 10 minutes just to go like a foot or two, right? There's yeah. so much to look. I wanted that, but I wanted it. You know, audio shops are super compressed and tight, and I don't want that. I want breathability, you know, so you can, you're not overcrowded, especially these days, you know, with COVID and all that crazy stuff. I want to be able to stretch out and look, but I still wanted that visual. It takes me forever to get through the store because there's so much to look at, you know, and yeah. I think we've kind of accomplished that here, trying to at least, you know? Yeah. I mean, I come in here with my kids and we could spend hours in here. Yeah. It's, it's oh, nuts. It's awesome. Like <laughs> I would, uh, I used to work at a place, I won't say the name, Barrett Jackson. Yeah. But <laughs> I used to I used to work at this place and like I'm like, you know, I wear Crocs, I wear horror shirts, yeah. I watch like horror movies. Yeah. Like, I'm a big pop culture nerd. Sure. Everybody that worked there was the complete opposite. Yeah. And it was like, I didn't feel good working there. I didn't feel like myself. Sure. I quit. Yeah. I was just like, I'm out. You get, life's too short. You got to be happy, man. You got to be around your own type, right? Yeah. yeah. And like, there would be days where like, I just have a bad day down there. Yep. I would come here. Oh. And I swear to God, there was one, like the first time I did it, like I physically felt relief. Oh, so that's I nice. walked in the door, I was like. Oh, like <laughs> my people. Tony, that makes me feel so happy to hear that. <laughs> and that's what we want, you know? Yeah. Like I said earlier, I want people to come in and smile and be like, yeah, whatever's happening out there, I don't care. This is where I want to be for the next hour or whatnot, half an hour, and have some fun. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I think we need more of that in this world, right? I think we need yeah. more positivity and more just smiles, man. I know that sounds kind of cliche to say, but. No, I, uh, my day job is literally I sit on Twitter all day. Okay. I do social media. I'm and sorry. Just sitting on Twitter oh God, all Twitter's day. The worst. Is just like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why are you guys just mad? Yeah. <laughs> right now? Yeah. And we do that, you know, in here too. I, I have a policy and everybody's been super respectful about it, but zero politics. I know yeah. I don't let them through the door. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, unless you want to. If you want to argue, argue about horror. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about what's what franchise is better. Yeah, you know? let's talk about like if yeah. you think that the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street's better than the original. There you go. Absolutely. You know, I want to, I want that those conversations. I don't yeah. want, you know, that what you see on Twitter most of the time, which is only political or just hate. You know, and I, I I'm over. I mean, I did like I said. 20 years in the Marines, I've seen a lot of hate. There's been a lot of that. And 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 I am very happy with that career I did. But then once again, I'm on my hourglass. I'm on the other end of that. You know, that I'm on the short end of the hourglass. And I just want to enjoy, man. I just want to yeah. enjoy the rest of my time here and on Earth and have some fun. And and then bring that to other people. And especially the younger generation, man. I want them, you know, they come in this room here like, VHS, what is going on here? And I'm like, mm -hmm. this is where it started for me. You know, that's how yeah. what got me into horror was a mom and pop video store back in West Virginia you know called the video barn and walking in one day and i've told this story a lot but if you 
sorry, so, you know, sorry, I don't mean to repeat myself, no but I walk in and I was looking for, this is how old I am, uh, a copy of E.T., right? I want to see E.T. I was like 11 year old and the guy on around the corner, the place looked just like this, neoned out, nothing but horror posters and a little, little mainstream section like this big. And he's just like, yeah, you looking for E.T.? I was like, yeah, he goes, hey, check out Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> and he gives me the box art and I'm like, Oh my God, look at my older brother. My brother's like, I'll get it. I'm like, okay. And we get it. And that day forward, I can remember watching it by myself in the basement. Terrified, terrified. But there's something about being scared. There's something that I always say, when you go to a haunted house or you watch a movie and you get a jump scare, you're like, oh my God. The first thing that happens after is a smile. It always happens, right? It's that adrenaline rush. It's that whatever the chemical reaction in your body, but it does produce joy after the initial scare. And I love that. And I've been addicted to that since day one, you know? So the, uh, the first time I came in here, like I said, like I was just immediately like, holy crap. And then I saw this room. Yes. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> a video store. So because fun. From 1990 to 99, my parents owned a video store. Yeah, you so see like, that. When I was a kid, I grew up in a video store. I grew up around like just VHS tapes everywhere. It, which, and, by the way, stressed me out when you told me that back when we first met. Because I was like, because that's a big, now I got to like, oh, I got to go in here and fix some things up here. I mean, you, you, your family owned a video store. I was like, you know what it yeah. looked like. You lived, you breathed it, you, you slept there, you stayed there. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I, I mean, like, is when they went out of business and closed down in 99, I went and worked at Blockbuster. Yeah. And then after Blockbuster, I worked at Video Power Store. And then after Video Power Store, I worked at Hollywood Video. So it's like. Wow, that's your life. I spent almost my entire <laughs> That's amazing, though. That's in, amazing. Video stores, and it was like I came in here. I was like, I had just started collecting VHS tapes too. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, Oh my god, perfect! And not only perfect, but it's like they're reasonably priced. Try to do that. Yeah, I would go out try to find VHS tapes, and they're like, All right, fifty bucks. And I was like. Come on, dude. Yeah. Wishmaster, 50 that, that, bucks. That market got crazy when they start grading. And, and I'm not. It's I'm, getting there, yeah. I'm not. I haven't dove into that world. But I I knew that I wanted to sell VHS for, I mean, what, what's something, seven bucks, you yeah. know? And there's some fun titles. There's some not so fun titles. But you know what I'm saying? There's some good stuff. But, uh you know, and that's something like I, this room is not as a business person uh, and anybody else out there probably like this is the worst idea ever. I'm not making a lot of money on this, but I don't care. Yeah. The joy I get out of this and people come and collect and like, oh, I've been looking for this tape forever. It's kind of fun for me, you know, and yeah. I get to educate the young group, you know, the new kids, you know, coming in. They're like, you know, teenagers they are like, what is all this about? You know, I, the other day was a, a great example. I made a six year old actually push a tape in, you know, to start the video and it scared the hell out of me. He pushed it. He's like, oh, my God. I'm like, that's how we start our day that's how we started our night to yeah. watch a movie you know but if he sat and watched this i mean and, we, and watched the video it was like that's amazing like, you know yeah so stuff like that's kind of cool you know once again we i think it's our job to teach the the new generations about you know history i guess because it kind of is history these days but yeah it's um it's a it was a fun i guess the, the video store world back in those days is so good because that's one thing i always tell people because you go in there and box art sells you right you know mm-hmm. the box art had to jump off the shelf the movie may have been terrible. It doesn't matter. You know, you paid three bucks. I'm going to sit and watch this thing. And I think I watched way more movies than I do now because now with streaming, eh, five minutes, I'll go watch something else. You know, yeah. uh, back then you were committed. Well, this is our movie for tonight. You know, yeah. it's Tremors 9. <laughs> Let's watch it. All right, whatever. So, you know, it's fun stuff like that that, uh, that I kind of feel that we're in such a hurry these days to turn stuff on, turn stuff off. 
Yes, it's convenient, but then again, you know, sometimes there's hidden gems that you have to power through, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To find that one, sure. you're like, oh my God. And then you go back and talk about street trash, how great that was or whatever, you know, bad tastes, you know, movies like that that, you know, a lot probably won't get any play anymore. So, yeah. you know, stuff like that. I think like, like my, the last like real video store experience I can remember was like in 2002 or three. I went to a video store and I found Sleepaway Camp. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna watch Sleepaway Camp. Yeah. So like, I went home, I was home alone, my girlfriend was at work. I'm like, I'm watching Sleepaway Camp. And I'm watching Sleepaway Camp, I'm like, no, this is a cool slasher movie, I'm, I'm digging it. And yeah. then the ending happened. <laughs> I was like, surprise. I was like, what? <laughs> so I rewound the tape, Yeah. watched it again. <laughs> so I was like, I missed something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then my girlfriend came home from work that night. Yeah. I'm like, you gotta watch this movie. <laughs> oh my God. She's like, what? I'm like, yeah, trust me. So I watched it three times in oh one day. Oh my God. Really? And I went back to the video store. I'm like, can I buy this? <laughs> and they're like, yeah. <laughs> sure. And then I'm like, all right, how much? She's like, five bucks. Yeah. I was like, oh, cool, five bucks. That's awesome. So like now, whenever you try to go get Sleepaway Camp, yeah. I go on eBay as like $300 Forget for a copy. It. It's I was nuts. like, oh my God. That's one thing. That's one thing I always wish I could do yeah. is go back to when I was a kid. Uh, and with all the standees we used to have and the posters. Like, oh, God, yeah. Oh, my I'd God. I'd be buying them all off. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember we had a Child's Play 2 standee. It was a big box and Chucky's head, and it was on a spring, uh, and it was amazing. And like, It's great. I mean, the movies back, and like I said, I'm, you know, I'm an 80s kid, obviously, so um, I do gravitate to this, that slash movie. I think it was the golden era of horror, if you ask me. Once again, a lot of people disagree, but I agree with it. I think some of the best movies come out came out in that that. Day decade um and to and in fact they're staying up the, the test of time you know there's yeah. still people that will watch a child's play watch a you know what's that a nightmare on elm street or what and it's their favorite movie ever or or you want to go even more extreme you know class of newcomb high or do some trauma stuff like that it's like yeah this art that that decade was so messed up and was so wild it was like so free to put anything out there where you didn't have someone on the internet 10 seconds later telling you this movie sucks you just you had to go find out yourself you know yeah. it's word of mouth and i, I kind of miss that and so uh but yeah you know i mean it is what it is but it's still fun to, to think about those days and in the 90s same thing you know where they had some some amazing classics coming out of the 90s as well so uh, i feel that we're in a little bit of a lull right now if you ask me and the <laughs> in the the horror world but uh we'll get back to it we'll, we'll, we'll pick it back up man so yeah I, I got faith. I hopefully. <laughs> yeah, there's like a lot of movies that I still to this day never have seen, yeah. but I recognize box art. Sure. I'm like, I know that movie. Yeah. And I'll know it off of just like if someone's doing trivia about it. I haven't seen it, but yeah. I'll be like, oh yes, absolutely. I know that movie. <laughs> I was. I remember there was like in uh, the eighth grade, and we're like, you know eighth graders. Yeah. And we're doing movie trivia, and we're just going around like in little groups, and our teachers like asking the questions, and she starts listing off like. Uh, all these hints to this movie. I'm like, oh, I know this movie. And like, I go, Mississippi Burning. <laughs> and like, every kid in the class just looks at me like, what? <laughs> like, I was like, oh, I know because the cross was on fire and like this actor's in it. He's yeah, on the box yeah. cart. He's like, I just know because she was giving clues and I've seen it on the box art. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but he's like, what do you mean? Who, what's wrong with you? It's like, all right. But that's so great, though. <laughs> Box art, posters back then, man. It's like it, they told stories, you know? Yeah. You're looking at it. It's like, oh, my God, you know? Um, from Even as simple as, say, Poltergeist, and all it was is a black poster with, you know, a little girl with her hands on the TV, right, about this big in the center. Mm. You knew what was up, man. Something paranormal, something scary is coming out of that TV. So it gave you a cool idea, like, I need to find out more, you know? And yeah. I, I love that. You know, I could go down and I could spend days talking about box art because 
once again, that's what grabs you. What you do you know? think is the best box art? Oh, God, you're trying to kill me, Tony. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, best box art, man. Wow. You, uh, I'm like one of those... I want over the top type of stuff. So I, I like, you know, crazy stuff like what Trauma put out, you know, Class yeah. Newcomb High, Toxic Avenger, you know, just what what am I looking at? But it, it, there was so much going on on it in a movie poster with the, or a box art um, with the Trauma films. I mean, they literally told nine stories through the explosions in the back, cars flipping over, someone getting stabbed, you know, a big monster in the back. The monster may not even in the movie. It doesn't matter. Put it in there, you know? All so, shot on somebody's home video camera. 100%. I love those cheese. Easy type of movies, but you know, I can sit them for days and just stare at those boxers. I'm like, I'm taking this home. This is it. This is the one, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I like that stuff. But I mean, you know, obviously there's tons of classics and all that stuff. Halloween three was a great one too, because it was mm. just a little bit spookier, you know, with the, the season of the witch aspect to it, which a lot of people hated. But I'm really glad it's come around. I think so too. I there's agree. there's that little tiny part of me that's like, I liked it way before anybody else did, kind yeah. of thing. Like I saw it when I was a kid, like I was at my parents' video store and there was a guy that worked there and he's I was when I just started watching the Halloween movies. Yeah. He's like, Don't watch three. I'm like, why not? He's like, Michael Myers ain't even in it. I'm like well, now I really want to watch yeah. it. Like, why isn't he? Why isn't like, he? Where did he yeah. go? <laughs> I know. And that's brilliant, you know? And once again, I mean, everybody's like, well, if they named it something else, been a, a, a blockbuster, it may have been. You know, it doesn't matter. But the fact that if you know they were eventually going to make Halloween's their in the individual movies, mm. and that just, and all of a sudden three came out, they tried it, and like, oh, that's a big mistake. And they went back and put Michael Myers in it, you know, and all that stuff, which is interesting. But it's still to this day, it's now, it's a cult classic, you yeah. know? So, which is cool. You know, there's a lot of movies, like I said, back in the 80s, 90s, and people were like, Ugh, can't watch that. Now they're just dying for it. They're paying yeah. $500 for a VHS There's tape. no way my 16-year-old self would believe anybody from the future coming and saying like, hey, dude, someday there's going to be Season of the Witch merchandise. Yeah. You're going to own Season of the Witch like, socks. No way. Like, I'd be like, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> yep. We don't even have Halloween merchandise, let alone Halloween 3 merchandise. <laughs> yeah, like, I know, what right? are you talking about, dude? It's so crazy. I know. I love looking back at stuff like that and seeing what's popular today. You know, I see it more than anybody because I see it come across our counter daily, you know? And it, it's crazy, too, because merch is such a big deal when it comes to movies. Um, you know, the other perfect example, the other day, uh, someone came out and they were buying tons of Ghostface stuff. Tons of Ghostface. I'm like, whoa, big screen fan. They're like, I've never even seen it. I just like Ghostface. It looks cool. <laughs> I'm like, they spent 100 bucks on just Ghostface. I'm just like, you should watch it. It's actually a fun movie. You know, They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever, old guy, you know. But it's, it's so crazy about that. So merch is such a, a, a wild thing that, you know, once again, the 80s stuff, you look at perfect Hellraiser, right? Laminate configuration box, you know, you're going to, that's a, a huge popular item. You know, there's something about about that or a Jason yeah. mask or, you know, or whatever. Those are the things that they're smart when they made these movies that they made it probably had no idea that, you know, they'd be selling millions and millions of dollars worth of these things, you know, in the future, you know, right. it's pretty cool. So fun stuff though. You know, I mean, it's, I, I think this is why I like the horror genre. One, there's a thousand subgenres in horror, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I don't like uh, body horror. I don't like this. Fine, you're gonna find something for you. I promise it. You know, it was suspense type of horror, paranormal type of horror, slashers. You know, so on and so forth. Yeah. There's always something about it that you're gonna you're gonna find. Hopefully, you find something like it ain't to be the scary stuff. You know, there's there's horror comedies that have been some amazing horror comedies out there that, that a lot of them are underground too. I always say, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, you you're Tucker and Dale versus Evil. I don't know if you ever seen that. I think it's one of the best horror comedies out there. But you know, it doesn't get much play. You know, because yeah. it's weird title you know but it's funny you know so i think uh and I, that's one thing i'll take somebody who hasn't dove into the horror world and i'll be like, okay 
You're a fresh case. Here. I mean, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what do you like? What do you like? And I'll try to steer them into the right direction because you can steer something in the wrong direction. I've done that a lot. Because <laughs> usually, usually my very first thing is like sleepaway camp. Yeah. And then they're like, what did mm, I just watch? I'm yeah. Like, that's probably right. not the number one to go to. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you like surprise endings. But yeah. But, you know, so, I mean, you can, you know, and I usually, that's a great thing. We, we've talked about here in the store gateways into horror, right? The, the mm. gateway drug, I guess. You know, what are some good horror movies that get someone straight into it? Halloween, you know, as, as cliche and classic as it is, it's a great one. It's what I got my kid into. The first one she's ever watched at age nine. Because it's scary, but it's not gory. It's not too violent. There's not even a lot of blood in it. I don't think there's any blood in it, maybe a little, but it's still so creepy. And it has that, that feel of that, that Halloween feel that it's just become, it obviously it's a classic, you know? Yeah. So it's, an, I think it's a good one to get people, Poltergeist, I just mentioned that earlier. It's another good one to get people into because it's a, that paranormal thing, but it's, it's, it's a Spielberg movie, you know what I'm saying? So, um, there's, there's certain movies like that, that I always like, all right, I'll work someone into it, you know, yeah. without going into like, you know, human centipede or something crazy like that. <laughs> That's so. That's- Probably something I would recommend to yeah. like, Just because I'm like, I'm going to make you watch something crazy. Like, right. Uh, like my kids, the first horror movie they both watched was Monster Squad. That's a great one. And then from there, we moved into Army of Darkness. Another solid. And then it was like, all right, you guys want more? And they're like, yeah, more. And they're like, all right, here's Evil Dead 2. Okay. Like, Ooh, here, here we go. You turn it up a little bit. Yeah. I'm like, here you go, guys. <laughs> and now I've, like, I've created two like horror-loving monsters. That's awesome. It's like the other night. You know, I'm like just flipping around trying to find something to watch. And my eight-year-old, I'm like, what do you want to watch tonight? He's like, I want with some blood and guts. That's what I'm like. Man, oh, it makes, right, makes yeah. you feel proud as yeah, a parent, right? Like, I'm like, what do you want to watch? Like, I want to watch a Jason movie. I'm like, eh. <laughs> Like, he's seen six. He's seen eight. Yeah. I figured those are like the two, like, especially six. Sure. Like, six is like the safest. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And then like eights, you know. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Jason takes Manhattan. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's fun. Yeah. And then like, and the other ones, I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Because like, I know if I put in that first one, I'm going to lose them. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. There's, yeah. And it's a, it's a fine line, you know, especially with, with kids these days, their attention spans and all that stuff. Yes. You gotta, you gotta keep them. And I'm right with it. You know, my, uh, scream, I always say scream was, whether it's not my favorite slasher, it was a uh, very, I'm turning sorry about that. But my, I just said poltergeist. That got weird. They're here, but it's, uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, Scream is a great party movie, right? Mm-hmm. And my kid, when she started hitting her teen years, she was like 15, 16. I'm like, grab your friends, go watch this movie, you know? And uh, sure enough, it was what? Because you can have fun with it and make fun of the, you know, the horror tropes and all that stuff. And it's really fun to get them in. And now she's watching Hellraiser. I, you know, I've seen all types of, she's taking this little leap. I'm like, well, good luck, you know? <laughs> so some crazy stuff, you know, the ring was on the other night when by herself watching. I'm like, you're right, you're good. And she's like, I'm fine, you know? So so mm-hmm. it's, it's cool though, you know? And she she's starting to enjoy that, you know, where before, oh, I don't want to see scary stuff. And you know? like, well, you got to ease them in, you know? So yeah, he's uh the blood and guts thing. I just like I was like, all right, well let's watch Robocop and hey he fell asleep. <laughs> what? I'm like, what? It's so crazy. I'm like, <laughs> like before, like we got to like the good stuff. Yeah. Like, he's like, I'm out. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> That's okay. amazing. That's good. Uh what's like a subgenre that you won't like go near? Like what's your favorite subgenre 
And then what's the one like you don't even watch any movies from that? Well, area? slashers are my, my my thing, right? I mean, once again, I, I kind of said that earlier, but I all watch slashers, good, bad, ugly. Uh -huh. I don't care, you know. And but that's why I love the '80s because that was the slasher movement, you know, late '70s and, and throughout the '80s when it was there's thousands of movies to watch, you know, and I love. Um, my least favorite is found footage. I'm not a found footage guy. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. I like a little bit of cinematography. I like a little bit of effort when it comes to it but I understand what found footage is supposed to be you know and everybody was like oh Blair Witch is the, it's the, if the, the start of uh, found footage movement which is a lie which is actually it's Cannibal Holocaust you know actually started the old found footage movement but then it died off for a little while and then Blair Witch brilliant marketing brought it back in and then of course I, I'll, I'll tell you something about Blair Witch I believed it did you? The market was great. It was marketing, good. and I was like 16, 17 when yeah. it came out, and that marketing like got me. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me. I, I went and saw it before it went wide. Yeah. So it was just like a sneak preview screen. I'm like, they're gonna show it. Yeah. They're gonna show the footage of like they found the footage of the woods and these kids had disappeared. <laughs> and I'm watching it, and I'm like, I'm like believing everything I'm seeing too. I'm like, this is in. Like, Same, like hook, line, and sinker. We got dude, him. <laughs> I went home. I flipped on every light in the house. Yeah. I called my friend on the phone. I'm like, you guys sit on the phone with me until somebody wakes up in this house. And like, I heard my grandma shuffle around finally. <laughs> and the sun was coming. I'm like, I'm going to bed now. That's how like, I was with Campbell Holocaust. Once again, I got, I'm a little older, right? So, but to watch Campbell Holocaust first, it was terrifying because I was just, you're seeing some really gruesome stuff. And I thought it was real. Mm. In fact, they had, you, I'm sure there's documentaries on it where they, they actually, Brought the, I believe, the director in the court saying, "Where are these actors?" Because he had them all hide, you know, for a year. And he goes, "No, no, no, they're not dead. They're really, they're alive." But it, it got me. It got me like that as, as well. And and so, what? It's not a great movie by any means, but it was. It terrified me. It goes back to the old faces of death type of stuff. You ever heard of faces of death, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah. that in the eighties, if you had a, a a VHS copy of Faces of Death, it was like you had a bag of drugs. You're like, oh shit, is your we mom home? A, we no, had no, that's kind of store. Did, oh, did yeah. you? okay, yeah. We had like Faces of Death. And then the sequels, but then we also had like the weird like spinoffs. The and traces of death and yeah. all that. Yeah, yeah, yep. absolutely. And that was such a wild, it was, you know, face of death, a lot of it's, you know, mortuary type of stuff or the animal stuff and stuff, but a lot of it's fake. Yeah. And you find out years later, but you think you're actually watching death on TV. And it was like, it sucked the soul out of you almost, you know? You're just like, you're with your friends and you kind of like, okay, dude, I'll see you later. That was weird, you know? <laughs> it was just so wild, but, uh, you know, and, but it's amazing when a movie can do that too, you know? So, um, but yeah, so I mean, I like everything. I'm actually diving, I'm you know, into a lot of paranormal uh, and possession type of horror these days. Mm -hmm. You know, The Conjuring got me into a lot of that stuff. And I haven't watched any of the Conjuring movies because like You're, it's like they're good, they're real. <laughs> like I'm gonna go to bed. I'm like, what's that noise? I tell you, I tell you what, <laughs> right there, Tony. I'm telling you. That's a sign of a good movie, right? I get them watch it because I'll watch them to like midnight or one, you know, and then uh, and it's like, all right, I'm gonna go to sleep, and and I have a two story, and I'm like going upstairs, and it's all pitch black, and I'm like, huh, yeah, I'm gonna just turn on the lights here, you know? I flip on the lights and just like I'm almost 50 years old, 49 years old, and I'm scared of the dark. Come on, yeah. that's a good movie. That's a good movie. It does it to you, right? Or you wake up in the middle of the night, and that clothes on the pile on the, on the couch over there is like looking at you, like what is that, <laughs> you mm -hmm. know? So there's good movies like that. That if a movie Conjuring will do that. The Controverse will do that with Annabelle's, you know, all like they will they will terrify the hell out of you. So uh, I do plan on watching them. Dive in, sure, man. Have some fun. There's They're, like that and like Sinister and all yeah, that. Like. Sinister, yeah. Sinister series is great. Uh, God, Insidu Insidious. All, there's all types. They're kind of all 
blend yeah. in together, but they're all equally good and all very, very scary, and they're done well. You know, James Wan is an amazing director, um, and obviously he did, you know, the, the Conjuring and a lot of the other part of the Conjureverse. Um, he'll he'll terrify you, man. He'll 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 keep you in some sleepless nights, and that's a, to me, I love that. You know, and that's money's worth if you ask me. Yeah. You know, so what's like the best? Uh, what's the best horror movie we've seen this year? Ooh, boy, that's a. <laughs> I got mine. Do you? Uh, you got the guy, and uh, and you know, I've tried to see a lot. You know, I, I went through. I've watched X. I've watched. You know, I've, well, like if it's not the best, what's the one that's like you've gone around and telling everybody to watch probably the most? Um, oh man, you're putting me on the spot on this one, because <laughs> because once again, I, I'm. So hey, you gotta watch this. Yeah, let me. You go first. Let me think. Right. What you got? I think I heard on your guys' podcast. Okay, you guys did not like this movie. Okay, because Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, I, the I, new one that came out. Oh, you Tony. I absolutely loved. Oh that my movie. god! And Tony, it's for what is all the right reasons. And I'll tell you why. And when okay. I'm done telling you, you'll be okay. like, you know what? That is a reason to love that. Movie. Okay. All right. I love slasher movies. Those are my number one favorite horror movies. Yeah. And especially from the 80s. The originals like Texas Chainsaw, Halloween, all those guys. And I knew the new one was coming out. And there was like... Yeah. The timeline of Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies make zero sense. Zero sense. That, so I, it's I, like... I uh, I'm like, I don't know which one. Like, where's this one following? Yeah. Like, is it following? And they're like, it's a direct sequel to the very first one. And I'm like, oh, okay, perfect. Right. And then it came out. And like, I was getting ready to go to bed. And I went on Twitter and somebody like had posted like the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie is the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. And I was like, I'm going to watch this right now. <laughs> so I go to it. Yeah. And this is the first thing. First thing was somebody said it's the worst. Yeah. And if you tell me that horror movie is the worst, I'm going to watch it. Right. Because I love the worse, the better. That's the thing that's the best about the horror is like, even if it's a bad one, sure. it could be great. Absolutely. I go to Netflix, bring it up. Running time. 88 minutes. I was like, they got me there. Yeah, that's what? Good. That was good. Yeah. And it wasn't even a full 88. It was like 70 because the rest is credits. Sure. <laughs> and I was like, you tell me this movie's under an hour and 30 minutes. Yeah. When like every movie's three hours long now. I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> then I'm watching it. Yeah. And it's literally like if somebody came to me and was just like, we're going to make Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, Tony, what do you want to really? see? I'm like, I want to just want to see Leatherface with a chainsaw, just chopping people up. That's all I want to see. And the movie is just, the kids go to this town. Yeah. That's like, hey, what if we made a movie where the kids go to town, Leatherface is there. That's, that's pretty much and you got. Like, and then what? It's yeah. like, that's it. They all die. <laughs> <laughs> like, what I didn't like and, about that, though, I'll be telling you that, because I'm a diehard Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Obviously, I just told you that's how I got I got one more. Oh, yes. One more, real yeah, quick. Yeah. Every time I started to get upset because I'm like, oh, here comes the hero yeah. of the movie. Yeah. Dead. And I was like, yes. Okay. Like, keep killing. They had that. That you, might be heroes off. Let's true. go. No, and like, you nailed that. Okay. All right, man. I'm turning to this thing. And it was, just like, like, it was just nothing but just, oh, the, here's this lady. She's going to be the hero. Dead. Yeah. Oh, here's the guy in the town. Right. He's going to be the hero. <laughs> really dead. Like, yeah. He gets messed up. Like, I was like, no, you're absolutely oh, he's right. going to fight Leatherface in there. And she's going to get away and they're going to run down. Like, oh my God, what do we do? And it's like, <laughs> no, he gets his knee caved in with a hammer immediately. And then he's super dead. And then it's just like, people are just dying. Yeah. There's no like story going on. Yeah. It's just like, definitely no story. Hey, there's like 30 people on this bus. Let's put Leatherface on it. And it was like yeah. the ending to Rogue One when Darth Vader was in the hallway. But Leatherface. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. Spoiler alert, man. Yeah, you're hey. gonna spoil. I haven't seen it by now. You're, you're whatever. <laughs> yeah. But, 
All right. And then the ending it was great. It was good. I was getting super mad because I was like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're leaving. Spoilers, kind of. Yeah. They're leaving, but they get in a Tesla. They put it in like auto drive and they're going like 10 miles an hour this town. After they just fought Leatherface, it's like you would be burning <laughs> out. out. <laughs> they're like getting the hell out of there. But they're just like, oh, thank God it's over. Yeah. And then it happens. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, redeemed. Yeah. Like this was a perfect movie. And okay. It, and it's over in an hour ish. The, the time was great. I liked that. I'm a diehard Texas guy, like I was mentioning, but mm-hmm. it's um, there's a couple things, and I'll make it short. They didn't shoot it in Texas because I go, I, I, <laughs> I fly to Texas America. once a year to go do yeah. my little pilgrimages through all the original, the 2003 houses. And then as soon as I saw it, I'm like, that's not Texas. I knew it. And it's like shot in Bulgaria or something, right? And then uh, the second thing was the Laurie Strode ripoff. Right, we're Sally. Mm. All right, when you're ca- obviously Sally, the real Sally actor's dead. So they had to cast somebody and they tried to make her like a really bad generic version of Laurie Strode with the gray hair and the tough girl. Yeah. I, I just like, you didn't have to do that. Give me a normal person, you know? So, but that's me nitpicking. You know, it's a slasher, I shouldn't be. And then and I think you've swayed me a little bit uh, to where right. I, I don't hate it as much. Look, I didn't, I don't even think it's the worst in the, I, I would. Texas 2 is the best movie ever, by the way. But it is. It's, yeah, it's definitely the best. <laughs> I put it in the uh, four or five range. How about that? So you swayed me a little, Tony. I, right. I, I'm good, good with that. I'm glad. <laughs> there was, there was, I, uh, I tell you one thing I liked this year that I saw that a lot of people didn't give me much love is Antlers. I don't know if you've seen that. I didn't see Antlers. It is. It's a Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro. I, I can't always script his name. Movie, which is a slow burn. Okay, mm. and I'm um, not even a slow burn type of guy, but it's so atmospheric. Like I left the theater just like, oh, I'll never move to Oregon. It was just, you know, what I'm saying it's one of those, and it's about the wind to go, and it was a really, really scary and good movie. So, but it didn't get much love. I don't know why. So, guys, watch Antlers. It's a great movie. It's it's fun. You're gonna leave there feeling dread, like you normally do with his uh. movies and all that. But but it's uh, it's scary, and it's very practical effects. It's something I didn't like with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They had a lot of CG in there. They did mm. it well. It wasn't bad, but a few times I caught it. This is practical effects, very a la uh, Pumpkinhead. Uh, this oh, monster, okay. yeah. So pretty cool. Enjoyed it. I like a good monster movie as well. So that one kind of. I'll, so. I'll have to watch it with my kid. He yeah. loves. He loves like I don't know. It's Pumpkinhead. Like that's Pumpkinhead's what great. That's what he's latched onto. Okay, then he'll like he'll yeah. like this. It's it's a dreadful movie, but it's is that monster is terrifying. It's awesome. So. All right, I want to check it out. <laughs> All right, there's so much cool stuff here. You guys have to see it for yourself. We could it would take us hours to show you every little thing they have here, but. I mean, there is kind of something here for everybody that's uh, from from toys, art, uh, collectibles, T-shirts, clothes, whatever. It's just you have to see it. It's really like just a crazy, uh, amazing place with kind of some weird, creepy history and some weird happenings that go on, that are going on here. Um, it's awesome. You guys definitely got to come down here and check it out. Terror Trader, guys. Also, when they do their like monthly is it a monthly um yeah. thing sales from the dark side sales from the dark side you guys got to check that out too it's like a mini convention full of vendors and you go up and down talk to everybody they have insane uh creatures and everything you guys got to check it out amazing terror trader come see this for yourself you just you got to experience it